Welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. My name is Ines Padar, and I'm a spiritual mindset and business coach. The goal of this podcast is to help you use the full power of your subconscious mind to ditch imposter syndrome, raise your vibration, unlock the doors to abundance, and grow a low stress and high income business. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast. Today we'll be talking about how to shift limiting beliefs so they stop limiting you and particularly case studies of success stories with each of the different methods that you can use. So we will talk about EFT, hypnosis, timeline exercises, journaling, um, taking action and what to do if none of the above work. Um, so that you can still overcome a limiting belief that looks like it can't be overcome because every belief can be changed if you want to change it. So let's start straight off the bat with EFT. EFT, if you don't know, it stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. Um, and it's a super, super powerful tool that uses the human, the energy system in our body and around our body to basically restore and re release energetic disruptions and restore the flow of energy. And the rationality behind the method is that if we have either a physical or mental ailment coming up, so either pain or fear or limiting beliefs or anything that basically doesn't serve us or that doesn't give us energy, it's because of an energetic disruption in our energy field. And if we can go back to the root cause, then we can release it and heal it. And EFT works remarkably well to basically bring emotions and intellect together. So if I am afraid of spiders, um, unless you live in Australia, which you might be, in Switzerland and in most countries, um, spiders are harmless. So we intellectually know that they can't do anything, but we will still be afraid of them. And what EFT does is that it brings the intellectual knowledge that it's fine and there is no danger and matches it with our emotions so we can actually feel at peace or at least not be too bothered by spiders. So one of the best examples I can give you with EFT, and EFT works on literally everything, and if you want to deepen your knowledge in EFT, you can do so for free directly on the founder's website at mofree.com. So E-M-O-F-R-E-E.com. There are so many free um, case studies, articles, and you can learn a lot just by going on that website. So I had this client who had water phobia, and it was actually pretty tragic what happened, because when she was younger, she went into the ocean with her husband, and she couldn't swim, but they were at knee, knee like knee height, the water came up to their knees, and I think that they were on a sand bank or um, part of the beach that was elevated compared to the rest. I'm not quite sure what happened exactly, but they ended up in deeper water and in a rip. So the ocean was pulling them out. So her husband was fighting to swim for himself and push his wife back towards the beach. But you can't really win against a rip current because it basically drags you out. Long story short, she almost drowned and she was pretty sure that she was going to be 
gone, that that was her last, that were her last moments. Um, and it wasn't, thank God, they managed to get out of the water and people came and helped them. But nevertheless, her system registered the information that water was a threat to her survival, and I think we can all understand why. And she developed a huge water phobia to the point where even uh, where she, when she was in shallow water, she couldn't enjoy uh, that and couldn't spend time with her kids at the lake and was missing out on many activities. And she tried to take swimming lessons, but she was just too scared to ever learn anything so we did EFT together we actually had an EFT session at the swimming pool and what it does it basically sends the signal to your limbic brain that whatever danger it perceives is no longer a danger and it calms down that instinctive emotional reaction at the limbic brain or in the amygdala which is responsible for our survival and it worked. After two sessions of one hour, she was swimming underwater in total peace. EFT is all about bringing peace um, without stressing you out. It's not like exposure therapy. So we never did anything that she wasn't um, comfortable with. We progressively eased ourselves to the pool and in the more like in the deeper part of the pool until she decided to swim underwater because she felt comfortable to do so. So that is one example of how remarkably well EFT works. And when we understand that all of our limiting beliefs initially started with a fear or are there to protect us from a fear, that's how we also understand why EFT works so well, as EFT works with the part of the brain that is responsible for fear. So when I'm afraid that people are going to judge me online, or rather I have the limiting belief, um, I can't make money. So either we inherited that limiting belief from our parents, and they had that limiting belief, but what was even more deep or at the bottom of that limiting belief was fear of not having enough or fear to uh, not know how they're going to pay their bills at the end of the month, right? So it always starts with a fear. So EFT is a remarkable, powerful, sensational tool to deal with limiting beliefs. Number two, hypnosis. Hypnosis because it will help you bypass the analytical part of the brain and go directly to the subconscious where all of the information is stored and all of our programming is stored, including programming from past generations, from past lives, if you resonate with that, or from growing up, from what we saw on the television or read in the newspaper or what people around us told us. And once you can get to the root cause of why a belief formed or the very first time that that belief formed, we usually realize that while it was effective or helpful back then, it no longer is, no longer is helpful or effective or it became completely obsolete or we formed a belief based on biased or limited information way back when. Um, and I had this very powerful session with a client once who wanted to charge more but couldn't. So she had a very successful therapy business and her niche was trauma. So a, so a specialized trauma therapist 
um, in an Asian country. And she came to me because she wanted to increase her rates, but she just couldn't. She was way too scared that something bad was going to happen or that she wouldn't get any clients anymore, even though numerous clients had told her that she should be charging more, that they almost felt that they were ripping her off and that her her work was so sensational that she could basically be charging 10 times more and that they would still come. And under hypnosis, we ask the part of the brain, why won't you let her charge more? Or what part of you is uncomfortable with charging more? And what came up was fascinating. She had unfortunately lost her mom uh, due to illness. And part of her mind thought that if she raised her prices, then some of these people who had severe trauma might not be able to afford her and they might die just like her mom. So basically her mind was very scared of reliving the trauma of losing her mom if she couldn't help one of her clients. But the problem with this is that she was working so much and at such a low rate that she was completely burning out. And if she continued like that, she wouldn't be helping anyone because she would be too burnt out and she would probably be in her home not being able to do anything. So once her mind understood that while that limiting belief that I can't charge more otherwise, and she wasn't even aware of this, right? She knew that she couldn't charge more, she didn't know why. But once her mind and once she specifically she became aware of that mechanism of her mind that said if you charge more then some people might not be able to afford you and they will die and you'll have to relive the trauma just like with your mom once she understood that and once we did some work where we reconnected with her mom and asked her mom what she would advise her daughter to do and her mom said raise your damn prices and take care of yourself um, she was actually able to double her prices within the week she got as many clients as she did in the past and eventually because she charged what she wanted to charge and what she deserved to charge and what was coherent with the level of you know help and transformation she gave her clients it also meant that she had more money and more resources to then hire a team or at least um, an assistant create more programs that actually helped more people at once um, and the overall effect was that she helped more people, made more money, everyone was happier, and she just served clients at different levels according to their needs and budgets. And it would have been really hard to identify why she, the root cause without hypnosis. So her belief was, I can't charge more. She had no idea why. And as long as she tried to willpower herself or convince herself that it was okay to charge more, without understanding that deep, deep down in her subconscious, charging more meant reliving the trauma of her mom dying, no amount of willpower could have ever helped her charge more. But when she actually understood what was going on through hypnosis, that's when she was able to change that belief and replace it with something that was way more empowering. Tool number three is timeline therapy or timeline exercises. So a timeline therapy or exercise, of course, can take different forms, but the main idea is to go back on our timeline in this life or a past life or on the, the generational tree of past generations 
and go back to the very first time that a belief was formed. It can have similarities with hypnosis, um, and sometimes it's just a different experience. So I did this two months ago when I was in Costa Rica. My amazing mom helped me out with that because I had a bunch of stuff that came right back up while I was staying in Costa Rica about abandonment and feeling that no one cares about me, which was pretty random, extremely intense, and a great opportunity for healing that I just didn't expect to happen. And there was this very sticky, limiting belief, no one cares about me. I'm not important enough, no one cares. And I was like, where is this coming from? It makes no sense. So timeline exercise we did. And through the timeline exercise, I went back to the very first time that that belief developed of no one cares. And it was so interesting because I went back and inside of my great grandma's body, so I was her, her name was Alice, and I was in her body in Vancouver where she used to live, and she had a husband back then, who's obviously not here anymore, And she felt that he didn't care because he had his own, you know, conception of marriage um, and how he wanted to live his life. He was really busy. He had a business. He was not really there at home. And the message that she got is, well, if I was worthy or if I was important enough, he would spend more time with me. And it was incredible because I can't describe it in other words than I was in her body and it felt like me. And that's when I understood that the belief he doesn't care or people don't care about me, I'm not important enough, was never really mine, but it was hers. And it just got passed down onto my grandma, which lived very, who lived very similar experiences. And then my mom, who had similar experiences as well as her siblings. And then me, because if you don't break the cycle, the cycle will continue to go down generations. And it was so such an empowering experience because as I was in her body, feeling miserable because I felt that my husband or her husband um, didn't care about her, I was also able to see it from a very different perspective, kind of see it from above where you have all of the information, all of the knowledge that it was never about her not being good enough. He had his beliefs and his own limitations and trauma or, you know, stuff that wasn't healed, especially back then, you know, mental health wasn't really a thing. And he just poured his heart and soul and energy and work. Maybe that's how he felt good enough. And it was never about her not being good enough. It was just him and his own stuff and how he made himself feel good through work rather than spending time with his wife. And as I was in her body, I powerfully understood that and understood that no one cares about me is actually a fiction. It's not based on any type of truth or any type of concrete, you know, facts that are undeniable, but rather a perception and how I interpreted someone else's action. So I say I, but it's my great grandma, but I was in her skin (laughs) during the timeline exercise. I hope this is not confusing. Um, And I understood that it had nothing to do with me. Um, And just because someone else, you know, doesn't give you the love or attention that you need or deserve, doesn't say anything about your own worth. It just says a lot about how they express love and how themselves see or perceive themselves. So that was very powerful to actually understand 
that this very strong feeling, thought and feeling and belief that no one cares about me, what was actually never mind. And of course, through the timeline exercise, you also change that belief at a subconscious root level. So you no longer carry it around with you. Now, number four is taking action. So this might seem kind of like, duh, or like, what are you saying? How do I shift the limiting belief by taking action? And this works sometimes, and in other cases, which we will discuss a bit later, not so well, but bear with me for a second. We have to imagine that a limiting belief is kind of like a shadow or some sort of blob living above us or right next to us. And each time we think and feel according to that limiting belief. So if my limiting belief is I can't make money or I can't be a millionaire and then I feel like shit and I feel anxious and I feel jealous about other people being millionaires or just sad and helpless because I feel it's not available to me, I'm basically feeding the blob. And the more I think about it and the more I feel um, bad after having a specific belief or limiting belief, the bigger the blob gets. And basically it's like feeding a plant that you don't want in your garden. You're giving it fertilizer and lots of sun and water and it keeps growing and growing and growing because all of your attention and resources are on it. And the natural consequence of that is that we take action basically based on our limiting beliefs. So if I have another limiting belief, which is, no one is going to buy my program when I launch. Well, what is the action I'm going to take? Probably not going to launch. Or I'm going to start a launch and if it doesn't go as planned, I'm going to stop in the middle and feel horrendous that no one bought and I was right and life is unfair and I'm not going to send those emails because what's the point? So I perpetuate perpetuate the limiting belief uh, and it all kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. By taking action opposite to the limiting belief or taking action that is coherent with a new healthy positive belief that you want to have you basically stop feeling the blob the limiting belief blob and you actually feed the new belief that you want to have with your energy time thoughts and feelings and this is basically very similar to neuroplasticity we have neurological pathways that fire and wire in our brain. So if I'm used to thinking never, n- nothing ever works for me and I can't be a millionaire, it creates a very specific neurological pathway in my brain. And the more I think that and the more I feel stuff that are coherent with that belief, the stronger the neurological pathway gets. And it's like a sport. The more you practice a sport, the better you become at it and the more natural and easier it becomes to do it without having to do any kind of effort because muscle memory and neurological pathways that are very strong for that sport, just in a way that you don't need to learn how to walk because there is a neurological pathway that has all of the information programmed and registered into it as 
how on how to walk so you don't have to learn that again so if you have learned as a kid that you can't have abundance it's just an ingrained powerful neurological pathway and the more energy you give to thoughts like that the stronger the pathway becomes when you shift your attention to something else like oh i can be abundant and i can be a millionaire and everybody loves my program and everyone enrolls in my launch at the beginning it's going to feel very unnatural as if you use the other hand so not your dominant hand but the other one to brush your teeth or write in the beginning you write and it looks very shaky and wobbly and it's difficult to write with your left hand or right hand but the more you do it the more natural it becomes and the easier it becomes same with new beliefs so by taking action taking actions that are coherent with the new belief you want to have you are feeding the new belief energy and basically starving the old blob of limiting beliefs that you no longer want and the more you do this the more energy you give to the new belief and the more actions you take that are coherent with that new belief the more that is going to manifest in your life. So maybe launching a program is scary right now and it's too much of an action step. So what can you do instead? Maybe you don't want to launch a group program because if no one buys, everyone is going to know that no one bought and maybe you'll only have one person, it's going to be horrible, blah, 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 blah. So what you could do instead, for example, right? There are so many examples of stuff you could do, but what you can do instead, for example is starting with doing a live and pitch your program at the end because no one will know if someone enrolled or not and that can feel less threatening than going through a whole huge massive launch and then you can send an email linking your live and the pitch at the end of the live and that will already be an amazing action step. Now if none of the above works or the limiting belief is so sticky that you can't even take action because it's analysis paralysis or it's very, it's triggering a lot of anxiety. Here are the two other possibilities that you need to explore. Number one, ask yourself, what is the worst thing that would happen if X doesn't work? So what is the worst thing that would happen if I don't become a millionaire? What is the worst thing that would happen if people judge me online? So take the limiting belief, I don't want to do lives because people are going to judge me, or I can never be a millionaire, or no one is going to buy my program. And then ask yourself, what would be the worst thing that would happen if limiting belief were true? So let's say you're afraid of launching, what is the worst that can happen if no one buys my program? Well, the worst that can happen is, well, maybe it means that no one likes me or that I will never be successful or that I doesn't I don't have what it takes to be a digital entrepreneur. Now, this is the root cause of why you have that limiting belief. And if the root cause is well, if no one buys my program, it means that I'm just not cut out to be a successful entrepreneur and I'll never be able to achieve any of my goals and live the dream life I've always wanted to live and break all of these patterns of scarcity and poverty in my family, then of course you're not going to launch, my friend. If you have two choices, choice number one, 
launching and potentially not getting the results you want, which would mean that you are a failure and that you'll never get what you want and that you're not cut out for this and that you'll have to be poor the rest of your life. Or choice number two, not launch and procrastinate about it, which keeps you safe. Of course, you're not going to launch. That would be the normal thing to do as a human being that have that has any sense of self-preservation and doesn't want to put him or herself through very intense emotions. So we need to change the meaning. We need to change the root, right? The root cause or the root meaning or the root fear and rephrase that. Is it absolutely true? Is it a fact that if I flop a launch, that I'll never be successful and I'll never be abundant and I can never get what I want. No, of course not. Many very successful entrepreneurs have flopped launches, but it doesn't mean that they were not able to be successful eventually. So you need to do EFT on whatever came up. Whatever is the worst thing that can happen to you, if, you know, limiting belief happens, that is the root cause and that's what you need to do either EFT on or hypnosis on or timeline exercises or journaling um, and get to the bottom of that. And once you overcome that, the limiting belief should fade away. Number two, because we said if nothing works, we have to explore two things. Not, uh, number two is the universe is probably sending you a message that you either can't understand or can't see right now. So the universe, you know, loves to give us what we want, uh, what we need, excuse me, which is not always what we want. So ask yourself the following questions. Are you doing anything you don't want to be doing right now? So this sounds pretty counterintuitive, but let's say that your objective is to have an abundant business for whatever the reason might be. Why are you doing it? Are you doing it for yourself or are you doing it to bail out your sister who's in a financial mess? Are you in a relationship that no longer floats your boat? Are you sick and tired of lending money to people around you because you are a people people pleaser and you can't say no? Are you sick and tired of listening to your mom whine 24-7 and complain about your life, complain about her life, or kind of bully you or mentally abuse you by saying that your business is weird and that you should go back to your old job? Maybe you are in the wrong niche for the wrong reason. So your dream is to teach people how to grow organic vegetables in their garden, but your niche is accounting and finance because that's what you studied and that's what your parents expected you to do. There are so many ways to answer these questions and so many options, but if nothing is working and if a limiting belief just won't go away, maybe and probably because I've been there and many clients have been there, it's because there is this one bigger thing at the moment that you are doing that is actually not aligned or that you don't really want to be doing, but maybe you can't admit it to yourself because that would mean that you are mean or that you're careless or that you don't have compassion. If you don't want to pay for your sister's financial mess, You have a right to do so, but maybe part of you thinks that you should be helping your family and that it's not okay to keep 
your earned money for yourself, right? So what is the universe trying to tell you? What is this one thing or several things that you've been doing that maybe don't really serve your higher purpose anymore? Are you putting yourself first or are you putting other people in front of your mental and physical and emotional well-being? If you do that, and if eventually your greater goal is to be happy and fulfilled and abundant, the universe will not let you do something that is not serving you anymore, especially if you've set an intention of, you know, living your best life and tuning into your higher self. And the limiting belief not going away might be the universe kind of keeping you stuck because it doesn't want you to continue the way you are doing things. So to give you a concrete example, I had this client who had this very sticky sticky limiting belief about whatever I do, it doesn't work and I don't want to launch because it never works the way I want and people don't enroll in my program and then I just feel like shit and it wouldn't go away and we tried many, many things and it just wouldn't go away and when we dug even deeper and brainstormed about it, The fact of the matter was that she had a business in a niche that just wasn't what she wanted to do. It was what all her family did and what they expected her to do, but that niche did not make her happy. And basically, as long as she would continue in that niche, the limiting belief would not go away. And we basically understood later that the universe would not let her heal that limiting belief or would keep her stuck in that limiting belief that kept her stuck in fear and lack of action because the truth was she didn't want to work in that niche but she just couldn't admit it to admit it to herself she felt she was betraying her family and her parents it was just too overwhelming but eventually the pain of having the belief and being stuck became big enough that she realized who am I living for them or me and I don't actually want to be successful in this stupid niche because it's just going to keep me stuck in this long lasting pattern of doing stuff to please my parents instead of pleasing me and once she was able to put a stop to that and basically you know tell her parents this is not what makes me happy and if you can't respect it uh, I un- I understand it, I'm not happy about it, but I understand it and I will have to put boundaries around this so I can be happy and fulfilled and I will not tolerate, you know, any form of lecturing and snide comments from your behalf. And they actually responded in a way that was way better than she expected because they just understood that they couldn't get away with imposing their views on her. And the moment when she stopped giving a fuck and she started to live her for herself, they actually kind of naturally stopped doing it because energetically they understood the boundary. And when she shifted her niche and actually did what she wanted to do, the fear and the limiting belief that she couldn't be successful went away. We didn't even have to do anything about it. It kind of went away. So of course you still have doubts and fears that pop up here and then, but nothing compared to what it used to be. And the bottom line is that 
She had set an intention of being happy and starting her own business to be fulfilled. And she asked the universe, you know, guide me on that path. Tell me what I need to heal or shift to be able to achieve that. And at some point, the universe will was kind of keeping her stuck or saying, as long as you don't learn your lesson, which is living for you and not for your family, we are going to keep you stuck and you will not be able to move forward in this niche and in this business. And the way the universe did that is through giving her a super sticky limiting belief that wouldn't go the fuck away until she understood the greater picture. And this is actually pretty common that a belief will not go away because healing that belief would lead us on the wrong path. So maybe the universe wants to see you, wants to show you something that you can't see right now. In any case, and this is significant, in any case, because when the universe is teaching us a lesson, we don't always understand the lesson immediately, and the process can take a few weeks or a few months. That process can be very painful, especially if we beat ourselves up. So if we say, oh my god, I'm still stuck, I haven't shifted this limiting belief, I'm such a fraud because I help other people, but I can't even help myself, etc., etc. That is the most damaging thing you can do, and I know that because I did that to myself for eight months, and it drained my energy, it drained my power, it drained my motivation, it drained my inspiration until I I became an empty shell. I would definitely not recommend doing that. (laughs) Please learn from my mistakes. So while you're going through the process and phase of your life where you feel that, you know, things are not moving the way you want, give yourself some grace and Accept that there is always light at the end of the tunnel and don't let it mean anything about you that you don't want it to mean because this will just drag the process longer and longer and longer. And one of the ways you can actually try to step out of it or that could be useful is pay attention to the signs that the universe is giving you. Um, Have people recommended a specific book several times? Or have you heard of a special form of therapy or inner healing or form of journaling in a podcast or a YouTube video that seems to resonate? All of that could be signs to point you in the right direction to either overcome a limiting belief or to show you what your next move should be. Last but not least, and this will be the conclusion of this episode, is that I highly recommend, and this has worked sensationally well for me, like to a degree I can't even freaking believe it, take your journal or a piece of paper and have a conversation with your four to five-year-old self and ask him or her what she needs right now, the end, what he, him or her needs right now tune into his or her needs and it's always very primal stuff like need to feel acknowledged or loved or congratulated or get some positive reinforcement or affirmation an inner child or a four to five year old version of us doesn't say oh i want a gucci handbag it wants to feel good enough it wants to feel special he or she wants to feel that they are amazing and that everything is achievable 
and ask them what can you do right now for them to feel that way and they will tell you and usually it's stuff that you can do that doesn't take a lot of time and do that and the change in your life and in your energy and in your outlook for the future when you can't when you can fulfill those needs of your inner child is sensational please try it give it the benefit of the doubt if you're skeptical because it has been life-changing for me so I hope that this episode helped and I will see you in the next one bye-bye thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's podcast now if you want to experience the full power of your subconscious mind to manifest more abundance and more clients towards you while you sleep I've got a gift for you, the Abundance Hypnosis Recording. It will help you let go of imposter syndrome and money blocks directly at the subconscious level and rewire your mind to energetically attract and manifest more abundance in clients. This recording has already helped thousands of women let go of deep-seated limiting beliefs and negative blueprints they didn't even know they had. And all you have to do is go to inespadar.ch slash abundance recording in one word. And of course, all of this is in the show notes. So see you next time on the Imposter Syndrome Terminator podcast.